Welcome to this episode of Mentors at Your Benchside, the podcast giving advice, tips and tools for getting the most out of your research. I am Laura Grassi and today I'll be talking to you about how to count cells with a hemocytometer. Many biological applications that use cells, such as microbiology, cell culture and blood work, require that we determine cell concentration for our experiments. Cell counting is actually quite straightforward and requires a counting chamber called a hemocytometer. A hemocytometer consists of a thick glass microscope slide with a grid of perpendicular lines etched in the middle. The grid has specified dimensions so that the area covered by the lines is known, which makes it possible to count the number of cells in a specific volume of solution. The most common type of hemocytometer has a H shape engraved in the middle that encloses two separate mirror-like polished grid surfaces and provides the cover slip mounting area. See the original article for an image. Here, we'll talk you through using a hemocytometer and calculating your cell concentrations accurately. Using a hemocytometer in four simple steps. Step one, dilute your sample with tripan blue. Tripan blue is a stain that allows you to distinguish dead cells from living cells. When mixed with your cell sample, any dead cells will be stained blue by the dye, meaning that you can count only those cells that are living and viable. You can dilute your sample with tripan blue at any ratio, but a one-to-one -one ratio is the most common. Whatever dilution you make, make sure to note it down as you'll need this for your final calculation. Step two, load the hemocytometer. Before you get started, ensure that both the hemocytometer and its cover slip are clean by removing any dust particles with lens paper. Cover slips used for mounting on hemocytometers are specially made to be thicker than conventional microscopy cover slips because they must be able to overcome the surface tension of a drop of liquid. Make sure you place the cover slip over the counting surface before loading the cell suspension. Then place the pipette tip with your sample into one of the V-shaped wells and gently expel the sample. The area under the cover slip fills by capillary action. Enough liquid should be introduced so that the mirrored surface is just covered, usually around 10 microliters, but don't overfill the surface. You can load two samples on one hemocytometer, one in each of the two grids. The loaded hemocytometer is then placed on the microscope stage and the counting grid is brought into focus at low power. Allow the sample to settle for a couple of minutes and avoid moving the cover slip as it might introduce air bubbles and make counting difficult. Step three, counting cells in a hemocytometer. The full grid on a hemocytometer contains nine squares, each of which is one millimeter squared. The central counting area of the hemocytometer contains 25 large squares and each large square has 16 smaller squares. See the original article for a diagram. When counting cells that overlap an exterior line or ruling, count only those cells on the top or right-hand line of the large square to avoid counting cells twice. Suspension should be dilute enough so that cells or other particles do not overlap each other on the grid and should be uniformly distributed. To perform the count, determine the magnification needed to recognise the desired cell type and systematically count the cells in selected squares so that the total count is approximately 100 cells, a minimum number of cells needed for a statistically significant count. For large cells, you can simply count the cells inside the four large corner squares and the middle square. For a dense suspension of small cells, you may wish to count the cells in the four outer and middle squares of the central square or make a more dilute suspension. Remember. If a cell overlaps a line, count it as in if it overlaps the top or right-hand line and out if it overlaps the bottom or left-hand line. The area of the middle and each corner square is one millimeter by one millimeter, which equals one millimeter squared. 
the depth of each square is 0.1 millimeter. Hence, the final volume of each square at that depth is 100 nanoliters. Step four, calculating cell concentration. You can calculate your cell concentration using the following formula. Total number of cells per mil is equal to the total number of cells counted multiplied by the dilution factor multiplied by 10,000 cells per mil. You then divide this number by the number of squares counted. So for example, if you diluted your sample one by one with tripan blue, dilution factor is two in this case, and you counted 325 cells in the four corner squares plus the central big one, number of squares counted is five, then total cells per mil equals to 325 cells times your dilution factor of two times 10,000 cells per mil, and this number divided by five equals 130 by 10 to the four cells per mil. If you want to know how many cells you have in your original sample, just multiply the cell concentration by the total sample volume. For example, if your original sample is five mil, then total cells in sample equals 130 by 10 to the four cells per mil times five mil equals 650 times 10 to the four cells. That's it. Once you understand the basics of using the hemocytometer, cell counting really is as easy as one, two, three. Check out the episode description for links to related articles and resources. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get more help and advice from mentors at your benchside. Flow Stars is back with season four. The podcast from Bettman Kung to Bite Size Bio and hosted by me, Peter O'Toole from the University of York. I'll bring you closer to the big names and the rising stars of flow cytometry and get to know the leaders and those rising stars outside of the lab and more personally. Grad school was a struggle for me, mostly because I wasn't sure what I was doing. I have, I don't know, 150 different spices, 130 cookbooks, so many kitchen gadgets. My kitchen is like a lab. What we do, we do it out of love for what we do. And that's a very different motivation. And I don't know that that's something you can teach. All this and more in season four of Flow Stars. Really hope you enjoy them. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.